I'm doing it. I'm finally starting my very own TV show. Yep, alongside my dear friend Courtney Dehoff, the original fancy lady cowgirl, we are firing up our cameras, hopping in a camper van, and hitting the roads to travel my home state of California for the pilot season of our new digital series, Backroad Cowgirls, sharing the stories and faces of people in agriculture like you've never seen them before. We believe deeply in agriculture and the people behind it, and we can't wait to take you on the adventure to show how agriculture and food connects us all from rural to urban communities. To learn more about the project and how you can get involved, from pitching in for a tank of gas or joining us as a brand sponsor and more, visit backroadcowgirls.com. Yeehaw! Hello there and welcome back, my beautiful friends, to the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. Today, I want to talk to you about falling off the wagon. Falling off the wagon. Have you ever found yourself saying, yep, fell off the wagon with fill in the blank, X, Y, Z, whatever that is for you? I know I've used this phrase many times in my life for many different things, and today I want to unpack what it means to fall off the wagon together and maybe also chat through some ways that we can hop right back on. Let's get to it. Hello there, beautiful friend. I'm your host, Kaya, a cattle rancher turned accidental life coach after embarking on my own health journey, losing over 100 pounds, but most importantly, rebuilding my relationship with myself. Now I am more on fire than ever to empower others to create a healthy life that they love from the inside out by sharing the tools, tips, and strategies that I've learned and continue to learn along the way. Mindset, health, body image, self-love, entrepreneurship, and more. We're here to chat about climbing the mountains of life all while finding joy in the journey. Welcome to the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. Now let's get climbing. Falling off the wagon. What comes to your mind when you hear this phrase, falling off the wagon? I envision this like ridiculous image of this old west wagon riding across some precarious cliff with rocks falling next to it and this person being dramatically slung off the back of it. That is the first image that comes to my mind, like watching an old John Wayne movie and someone flying off of a wagon. Now, I kind of think that language is fascinating, and my grandpa is notorious whenever we say something or talk about something. He's always like, where did that come from? Where did that originate? And my curiosity led me down a Googling rabbit hole this morning as I did some research on where the heck that phrase falling off the wagon came from. And this is what I learned, friends. I'm going to teach you something new today. At least it was new to me. The origins of the term falling off the wagon came from the early 1900s, which makes sense because that's when people rode wagons, right? Apparently in, in these towns, there used to be these mule-drawn wagons and they would spray water to keep the dust down. Now, coming from a cattle ranch in the desert of California, we still use water to keep the dust down um, when possible. We're going through a drought right now, so that's a whole other conversation. We have water trucks, not mule-drawn wagons. So there was this, this wagon that had this water that would help keep the dust down. And people would use the term when they were to give up drinking. So basically, when people wanted to give up alcohol, give up drinking, they'd say, I'm getting on the water wagon. And so this whole, it started by getting on the wagon. Giving up drinking meant getting on this water wagon. And when they'd fall off the wagon, it would mean that they'd start drinking alcohol again. When they started drinking alcohol, they fell off the water wagon. And eventually it just kind of became shortened for off the wagon. I'm off the wagon or I fell off the wagon. 
Now, today in modern society, people use the phrase for resuming any sort of bad habit or breaking good habits. So people say, I fell off the wagon when it comes to, yes, they still say it for alcohol. Maybe it's drugs or smoking or overeating or falling off the wagon with your healthy habits like exercising or journaling or whatever that looks like. We kind of just use the phrase now when we slip back into old habits or slip away from our good habits. So my question for you, friend, is what have you fallen off the wagon with? Is there something currently that you find yourself feeling like, yep, fell off the wagon with that one? Now, I'll be fully honest with you all. I have found myself feeling this way lately. And I try not to use this phrase, and I'll tell you in a second why, but I found myself feeling like, oh crap, y'all, I have fallen off the wagon. Full transparency, lately, I've gained some weight back, and I have felt a lot of really deep shame about it. And I think maybe I'll do a whole entire episode about weight gain because I think it's something we should really unpack and dive deep into together, even deeper than we're going to today. But especially in the position that I am in as a coach and as someone who has built this incredible platform as a result, largely because of my weight loss journey, there is so much drama and emotion that's wrapped up in it. Even though I am someone who helps empower people to get away from viewing their worth or their success in the scale or in their weight. I do not believe that weight is a measure of our success. I don't even think weight is necessarily always a great measure of our health. However, I grew up in the society that we all did, which is predominantly dominated by diet culture. And I have my own fat phobia within me that I'm always trying to overcome and overpower and unlearn. And so gaining weight for me, for many different reasons, can bring up a lot of shame. A lot of shame. And I've felt that a lot lately. I felt a lot of shame about it. And I feel like I've fallen off the wagon with some of my habits that has kind of led me down this direction. I still move my body most every single day, but I haven't been as strictly disciplined or consistent, or maybe I haven't been pushing myself quite as hard as I used to. Maybe I've fallen off the wagon a little bit with my nutrition and I found myself reverting back to some some of those old habits of using food as a coping mechanism, as a way to deal with my own emotional stress that I'm dealing with. So I feel like I've fallen off the wagon in, in several different ways. But you know what it feels like when I tell myself that I've fallen off the wagon? It feels like I'm a failure. It makes me feel ashamed, embarrassed, and defeated. And I just wanted to come back to that visual that I shared earlier of me imagining this like wild west wagon driving around a cliffside. Like this idea of me falling off the wagon, it feels like I've been flung off of a cliff. And the idea of getting back on the wagon, now mentally I have this image of having to claw my way up this steep cliffside, pull myself up by my bootstraps and get back on this wagon. And it sounds exhausting. It sounds exhausting. It's so easy to fly off the wagon, but getting back on feels so difficult. And when I say those things to myself, like, oh my gosh, you've fallen off the wagon again. You know how I feel? It makes me want to wallow in my bad habits that happen to provide me temporary relief. So if you have not already, I recommend going back and listening to one of my earliest episodes, which is how thoughts shape our lives. And basically here's the recap. In our life, there are circumstances. They're the neutral events that happen. They're just the facts of the world. They aren't our thoughts or opinions about them. They are just what is. Now, circumstances don't affect us until we have a thought about them. And these thoughts are what create the feelings and emotions in our body. And those feelings and emotions are what dictate what we do or don't do to then create the results in our life. So following this pattern, what we call thought work, 
in my in my coaching community and really looking at this think feel do cycle let's say if i am thinking oh my gosh i've fallen off the wagon how does that thought make me feel well like i said it makes me feel like a failure it makes me feel ashamed embarrassed defeated and when i feel those things you know what i want to do i want to numb away from those uncomfortable emotions and my my numbing of choice the way that i in the past and even still today have to overcome my first instinct is to want to eat something to make myself feel better in the moment and so it becomes this vicious cycle it's counterproductive i am thinking these thoughts that are making these emotions come up in my body that are really encouraging me to revert back to those bad habits of dealing with that uncomfortable emotion i want us to get really aware of the language and the thinking that we have about ourselves and about our actions about our bodies about everything because our thoughts influences so much of our behaviors that we do and don't do as a result of how they make us feel emotionally in our bodies. And the phrase falling off the wagon, I think it creates a lot of unnecessary mental drama. So much unnecessary mental drama. And I think that mental drama is really just making reality, the circumstance appear so much bigger and more dramatic than it, than it has to be, so much more dramatic than necessary. Again, back to that visual. I have a very dramatic visual about what it means to quote unquote fall off the wagon. And what are the circumstances? What are the facts? The facts are I have not been consistently moving my body in a way that I used to. Period. I get to decide how to think and feel about that. Maybe I have been using food to make myself feel better. That is a, a neutral circumstance. I get to choose what I think and feel about that. And the way that we think and think about these things can create so much unnecessary drama in our minds. And I want you to be conscious of how you're speaking about yourself and your own habits. Are you adding fuel to that drama fire? When you say, I've fallen off the wagon, how does it make you feel? Does it make you feel like a failure? Does it make you feel defeated? When you feel those things, what do you do? And are those actions supporting the goals that you have for yourself? Or is it counterproductive? I want us to really think about this because when I feel that shame and embarrassment come up about, you know, falling off the wagon or the fact that I've I've gained some weight in the past handful of months in the past year, what is coming up for me here? When I feel shame or when I shame myself, which is what my brain has been doing a lot of lately, is shaming myself and saying things like you know better than this. You're a coach. You shouldn't be doing these things. People are going to think that you're a fraud and that you don't know what you're talking about. You're going to lose all of your credibility. What are people going to think about you because you've gained weight? You are such a failure. These are some of the thoughts that I've noticed pop up in my mind and they are not kind or loving or helpful. They really keep me caught in this shame cycle, the shame cycle that got me in the place that I think so many of us are that, that struggle with this yo-yo dieting cycle of thinking that we can hate ourselves into changing, that we can hate ourselves into losing weight, that we can hate ourselves into becoming happy one day, but you cannot hate yourself into changing. You cannot hate yourself to happiness. All you're doing is continuing this constant shame cycle that we need to break. So how do we break the shame cycle? How do we break that endless wagon wheel that we're riding on over and over again? Fall off the wagon, hate myself for falling off the wagon, 
judging myself or falling off the wagon, wanting to console, console myself because of how bad I feel by continuing doing bad habits that keep me off the wagon. It becomes this endless cycle. What do we do? How do we break free from it? We're going to take a quick break. And when I come back, we're going to talk about how we can get back on this freaking wagon and start moving forward and through this. I truly believe that if you change your habits, you can change your life. Our life is the result of the habits that we practice daily. Improving your life isn't about making some scary, drastic change overnight. It's about meeting yourself where you're at and making small changes over time that you can actually stick with. But you've got to start small to stay consistent, which is why I put together a free healthy habits checklist to help you do just that. Download my free PDF to set your intentions for what small healthy habits you are going to start practicing today. There's a place for you to check them off the list and celebrate every single baby step along the way. You can download yours for free at coachkayacommunity.com forward slash healthy dash habits, or you can click the link below. Again, that's coachkayacommunity.com forward slash healthy dash habits, or click the link in the show notes to download yours today for free. Start changing your life, friend, one healthy habit at a time. Okay, so you fell off the wagon. Great. Now, how the heck do we get back on? You know, language is is powerful. And I talked about how this phrase, falling off the wagon, creates so much unnecessary drama. You know what you do when you fall off the wagon, my friend? If you want to keep going down this path, if you want to still keep climbing up this mountain on this wagon, you know what you got to do? You just have to get back on the wagon. I know that seems silly and simple, like, okay, Kaya, really life-changing advice here. But seriously, you get back on the wagon. And what does that mean for you? What have you fallen off the wagon with? Maybe it's your some of your healthy habits, like moving your body regularly or eating mindfully or journaling or reading or saving money. Maybe there's something in your business or your side hustle or something else that you've been doing that you've fallen out of routine with. You feel like you've fallen off the wagon with, well, what do we do to get back on it? We take action again. We take action. Now, this is the thing. I think that what keeps us stuck and what makes it feel so hard to get back on the wagon is that we are shooting on ourselves, shooting on ourselves. Like I should be doing better than this. I should be back to where I once was with this healthy habit. I should be doing more. I should be more consistent. We should all over ourselves. And that continues to create this feeling of shame and failure. We need to stop shooting on ourselves. We need to start asking ourselves, well, I used to be so much further along than this. I should be so much further along than this. No, the only thing you should be is exactly where you're at. I noticed myself struggling with this when it came to my exercise, okay? I still move my body almost every single day, but I haven't run in months. It's been a long time. Now, just last year or a couple of years ago, I ran a half marathon. And so I find myself when I think about getting back on the running wagon of, well, I should be able to run five miles, no problem. But guess what? That is not where I'm at today. I am not at a place right now where I am ready to run five miles. And I don't need to should myself about that. You know where I should be? Exactly where I'm at. And right now, me today in my running journey, I should probably just start by running one mile and working my way back up to where I want to be. 
The only place you should be is exactly where you're at right now. And we've got to remember to meet ourselves where we're at, even if it's a different spot than we used to be at a couple months ago or a year ago or three years ago. That is not you. You today are you. Where are you at right now? What does that small step look like today? And let's start there. The way we get back on the wagon is by just taking small action, small action, and removing all this unnecessary mental drama that is continuing to keep us stuck. So if you fell off the wagon, maybe it is alcohol for you. Maybe you started drinking again and you would like to stop. Start small. If you fell off the wagon with your journaling habit and you'd like to get back into it, guess what? Take five minutes today to journal. The way we get back on the the wagon is by taking action, small action. And I continue to say small action because in order for us to build back that consistency, we have to meet ourselves where we're at. We've got to start small so that we can stay steady and stay consistent. Small action. It can be an action that takes you less than five minutes today, less than 10 minutes, less than 30 minutes, whatever feels good to you. But the way we get back on the wagon is by taking small action. I want you guys to envision that there is this this wagon, okay? And maybe you fell off the wagon. Maybe you busted a wheel. If your wheel gets busted in your wagon, are you going to light the rest of the thing on fire? No, no. We're going to stop. We're going to repair the wheel and we're going to keep on chugging along. So I want you to stop. I want you to repair the wheel and I want you to take small action, get back on the wagon and let's keep going and reduce this unnecessary mental drama. Reduce these voices of shame and judgment that I know so many of you have in your brains. And you have it in your brains. You have those inner, that inner critic, those voices of judgment and shame, not because there is anything wrong with you, but because you, my friend, are a human being. But I believe that we can break this pattern. And even though I today, I am a coach, right, in this space, in my community. I'm a life coach. I'm a speaker. This is the work that I do. And that doesn't mean that I have erased all of these judgmental thoughts. It does not mean that I have erased all of this negativity, all of this judgment. No. It means I've learned to be aware of them. I've learned how to not give them the weight of my belief, the energy of my time. I can be compassionately curious about where they came from. I can notice them and I can keep walking right on by. And that is where the work is. This work that we do on our mental health and our mental well-being is not erasing any negative thought that we've ever had or ever will have. It's about learning how to hold space for all types of thoughts and emotions and being mindful and choosing which ones we're going to give our time and energy to. The way we get back on the wagon, my friends, is by taking small action and reducing the mental drama that keeps us stuck, that makes the next step feel so insurmountable. If you have that vision in your mind, like I did, of flinging off the back of a wagon and falling down a cliffside, taking the next step forward feels so hard, so hard, but it doesn't have to be. Let's simplify, meet ourselves where we're at and say, what is the next one tiny baby step forward? The way we get back on the wagon is by taking action. And I want you to do so while being really conscious and aware of the thoughts that you're telling yourself about it. Because if you keep shooting on yourself or telling yourself that this action I take today is not enough because I used to be here and now I'm not, that doesn't feel loving or kind. It feels like it's infused with shame. And I don't know about you, but shame isn't helpful for me when it comes to growth. Shame keeps me stagnant. Shame keeps me stuck. You cannot shame yourself into changing who you are because once you do change, you will still shame yourself for something else. We need to change the culture, the mental culture that we have and the way that we speak to ourselves. 
We need to learn how to take action forward and celebrate that action. Every single baby step, because every single baby step forward matters. And when we learn to cheer for ourselves and celebrate the next baby step, it makes it so much easier to take the next step and then the next step and then the next step. So before we take that next step together, before we hop back on the wagon together, I want you to take a moment to give yourself some grace and say, hey, maybe my choices lately have not been aligned with the version of myself that I am working to become. And that is okay. I am willing to take ownership of my thoughts, of my choices, of my behavior. And I'm willing to take ownership of my thoughts, my choices, and behavior moving forward. No matter what my circumstances are, I always get to choose how to think, how to feel, and what I'm going to do next. And the next baby step that I am going to do towards becoming the best version of myself that I can be is, and you decide what that looks like for you. And let's take that next step forward together. Let's get back on the wagon. It does not have to be nearly as hard as we make it on ourselves. We've got this. I've got this. Let's take the next step forward together. I love y'all so much. I'll see you right back here, same time, same place next week. Thank you so much for tuning into another episode of the Climbing with Coach Kaya podcast. If you enjoyed what you heard today, please hit subscribe and leave me a review sharing what you loved most. Come hang out with me on Instagram and Facebook to keep the conversation going as we continue to find joy in the journey. Until next time, I am cheering for you, friend. Keep climbing and we'll chat soon.